UX Podcast, Episode 63. This is UX Podcast, balancing business, technology, and users every other Friday from Stockholm, Sweden. I'm Pat Axbom. And I'm James Roy Lawson. And it's uh, probably going to be right between Christmas and New Year's when we release this episode, isn't it? So everyone's going to be laid around in their armchair, full of turkey mm. or herring. Of course. Depending on which country you're from. And the first thing on their mind on that Friday is, I'm going to put on UX Podcast. Of course. <laughs> well, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, let's do a meta show. A meta show, yeah. <laughs> a podcast a, about a, podcasts. A podcast about podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what we pull out of the bag for that one. But we've also got two new channels that we oh, yeah. can, awesome. can uh, communicate to you or let you get in touch with us. contacting us, us as yeah. well. But we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yes, we will. Mm. <laughs> right then, what, what's, uh, what's, what are we going to talk about? Podcasting, what about it? Well, when we've, been in the, we've been doing the podcast now since, what, 2011? Yeah. Um, so what? Two and a half years, uh, which is a fair while. Mm. Um, we should be getting better at this. We should be getting well. Yeah, we are getting better <laughs> at it in some aspects. It's like this this episode, for example, we've remembered our foam covers for the microphones. Oh yeah, which excellent. Those of you with um, with progress. good hearing mm. will have noticed last year we um, we didn't have them on, and it's mm. a little bit. Tinier. Yeah, we can tell now. Yeah, but um, um, no, but we thought we'll we'll do a show about podcasts. Um, you know what what we what we how we use podcasts, um, what we like about podcasts, some of the challenges about podcasting, and then also give you some of our tips of podcasts to listen to. Right. So how do you how do you use podcasts? I mean, what what do podcasts do for you? There, how do they how do they help you? I think podcasts help me in the sense that they give me inspiration when I am unable to read something or watch something and I'm doing something like traveling to work or something. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in a context where I'm just bored, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, want, I want something to uh, titillate me, if you will, to use a word from one of my podcast, yeah. favorite podcasters. Yeah. That's a good word, titillate. Yeah. Yeah. Titillation. Mm. Uh, and actually... I don't know how it started. I guess it was many years back that I started listening to podcasts. And it's, I mean, it takes a while before you actually get used to it. And yeah. most podcasts back then, they didn't release regularly. Mm. You had to try and find out uh, what, well, you you based it probably on topic at first. And then you started to find out, well, there are people talking about anything and everything on podcasts, which is pretty fun. Yeah. And that's one, I think, big aspect of podca- podcasting is you can find people who are interested in anything, talking about anything out, out there. Mm. You mentioned this morning uh, a knitting podcast, which you haven't listened no, to. No, but, no, no. Yeah. yeah, my mum's my mum's staying with us for the Christmas, mm. and um, she's here, and she's been she's been knitting mm. like it's it's incredible. Mm. She can produce hat. Well, she's been knitting hats because you know, it's winter here in Sweden. You need a hat on, mm. and she's been producing one a day of these hats, and they're <laughs> they're amazing. really they're really <laughs> impressive. And I think it's fascinating because mm. I can't knit, and I have no no idea where to start. And she's talking about kind of knit one pearl, one need this type of needle, do that, mm. hook it around there. This this mm. wool is not as good as mm. that wool, and 
oh, and I've got to go out and buy wool for her, and she's giving me numbers and saying, well, if it's American, it's this one. If it's English, it's this one. And uh, but I'm in Sweden. Well, oh. Right. Uh, but, no, but, but there's, there's, there's so, so if you're into a niche like that, I mean, mm. how many public radio shows are you going to find that are about knitting? Yeah. But online, you can find a lot of radio shows about knitting. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, I'm guessing, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, no, I saw that. <laughs> I did a quick search. Oh, but, you found Okay, cool. But, uh, I mean, it's amazing. Uh, and it's, So if you are interested in, the, in a topic, you'll find it out there. Mm. And, of course, these days as well, I love that you can actually start interacting with the people who, who do the podcast. Yeah. You can actually ask them questions and feel more connected with them as well. Mm. I mean, I, I remember, the, I probably started listening to podcasts, I guess it was around 2000 and Five times. I mean, I've always been a big listener to radio. Mm. I mean, r- the radio is something I've had on, um, yeah, because I've because mm. I've had a computer um, since I was like nine years old. Yeah. Um, and as a teen, as having a computer in my room, I I listened to music, but sometimes I didn't fancy listening to music, um, so I listened to a lot of talk radio. Yeah. Um, you know, Radio Four, and Radio Five in the UK, BBC Radio Four and Five. Um, so for me, it's you know, late night programming sessions or you know, mm. online sessions. The early hours in the morning were almost always accompanied by radio documentaries or plays right. or, or you know, just talk radio. It's probably much easier to get into listening to podcasts if you actually have listened to a lot You're of radio before. Almost certain, almost yeah. certainly. Um, but then, you know, that say 2005 time, really into it. But um, then I think then I, I got changed phone or something happened and podcasts kind of went out of fashion a little bit and it wasn't as convenient as easy and I just fell out of it for a fair few years. Yeah. Um, and it's it's only basically since we started doing your know, podcast that I've started oh, trying mm. oh, trying trying to listen to them again. And um, and I find for me what I what I like about podcasts is a, similar to what you said is that they I use them to fill fill gaps in knowledge, to um, satisfy my curiosity because mm-hmm. I'm I'm really curious and and I'm I'm one, I'm one of those people that you know loves watching things on Discovery Channel. Um, as far as UK TV is concerned, I've, I'm a big fan of Horizon, you know, the science programs. Um, you know, so anything to do with with the sciences mm. um, has always really fascinated me, and that's well, and language and drama too fits in there mm. as well. So I, I, it's curiosity for me. Mm. Um, I don't use it as much as a as a work tool in the sense that I, I'm not a massive listener of web and ux mm. podcasts no that's same for me actually which is interesting. i look to inspiration in other areas and, yeah. that, and that, that's what i find interesting is that i there's so much more stuff that i want to learn about mm. so it's more about learning and perhaps learning something i didn't know before but also feeling something i didn't know before because i listen to a lot of storytelling podcasts yeah, as well right. mm. uh, where people basically people just tell a story about what happened to them in their life and usually quite amazing stories which i'll tell you about later but yeah uh, and just listening to that but sort of ties in, of course, with UX in the sense that it's it's about people, it's about humans and uh, how humans react in different situations. And I think a lot of the shows I listen to tie into that, but in mm. a broader sense, actually. Yeah. I, think, you know, you, I think you spot on there because it's um, like a few of the ones I listen mm. to are like psycholog- psychology or yeah. well, that kind of end of things. And um, we know how that ties mm. in. That's inseparable from what we do. Um, exactly. For, you know. For a living, mm. um, but um, but I I mean I, I know a lot of people sit there and they have podcasts on while they're programming or designing and so on, having it kind of in the background, mm. um, same as you were, same as how you would have a radio on. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I I do that sometimes, but uh, a bit like you, I mm. generally would have a podcast on when moving between mm. places. 
And I, I sometimes put on a podcast. Well, usually if I don't have time to finish it on my way to work, then I'll, I'll, I'll continue listening to it while I'm doing the dishes or cleaning up at home, stuff like that. So in, so, those, in those generally boring situations, I, I continue listening to podcasts. I've actually, I, I, think you've, I think you've said to me that you, you've done that. You've commented, oh, no, I listened to that while washing up. Yeah. And I thought, oh, God, that's actually quite a good idea. Um, or, you know, doing some task in the house at the end of the day or something, mm. when the kids have gone to bed, don't need to listen so I can focus on a podcast. Exactly. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I like that. But I know when I tell other people about podcasts that they ask me, okay, so which ones should I listen to? Mm. How do I find podcasts? Mm. Where do I start? Mm. Uh, stuff like that. And so where do you find your podcast? And what, what, how do you decide which ones that you enjoy? I mean, it, it, I mean, there, we mentioned there are, uh, let's say there are 40 podcasts out there about knitting. Yeah. Uh, how do you actually filter out the ones that you want to yeah. listen to? I mean, this, this autumn, um, one of the reasons why my podcast listening has gone up again this autumn mm. is because I've started using Stitcher. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's actually been a real surprise. So tell, tell us what's Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher. Um, that's one of the many channels that we're available on. <laughs> <laughs> Stitcher is a, is a podcast app or mm. podcast service. Um, mm. It's a podcast radio service, you could say, yeah. um, where they've got these like over 20,000 podcasts are in their catalogue. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's dedicated to delivering streaming podcasts to you. Um, and you, it's a classic search engine. You, you know, hunt around for stuff. It's also got categories. Um, and you can build up your own playlist, your own um, um, folders with podcasts in. Right. And um, one, I think one of the reasons why it's, it's so usable is it remembers where you've left off. Mm-hmm cross-channel or cross-device. Mm. So sometimes I listen in the, you know, up here in the, um, in the office um, for the web interface mm. and I'll continue playing one of the podcasts that I maybe didn't quite finish mm. listening to between a meeting or mm. on a journey between a meeting or into going to town mm. and so on. So you, you can always pick up where you're left off and, and Actually, I've missed that functionality you, in other pod catchers yeah. that I've used. Uh, if you are on... Apple aficionado like mm. myself, you use every device as an Apple device, yeah. and you use the Podcaster app. Yeah, then you, you or the Podcasts app, probably it's called in English. Mm. Then, then, then uh, you can do the same thing. It'll right. actually remember where you are. Yeah, and it will sync the d- shows that you're subscribing yeah. to across the device. But you've also mm. got stuck on Stitcher um, and found it really good. Exactly. Why have you found that good then? If you know, mm. what does it offer you um, mm. that? The podcasting, the the podcast mm. um, app for Apple doesn't. Well, Stitcher actually has a, a front page when you log into it that recommends podcasts for you. Oh. Uh, and those are well, the more the more you listen to podcasts and the more you do thumbs up on the podcast mm. you like, the more it's going to recommend stuff. So it's recommendation you. engine. Yes, is what's exactly. the, the unique selling point? There yeah, mm. when we're talking about filtering, there I was thinking, yeah, how do I filter? Well, I'm using tools now mm. to help me filter as well. Yeah. But I've, I found I found a fair few new podcasts. Oh, I found myself mm. hunting for podcasts in Stitcher in a way that I've not really done in exactly. other yeah. channels or other um, catalogs okay. before. So I'm not Googling for podcasts anymore. I'm actually no. using Stitcher to find them. Yeah. Um, the, ba- uh, the backside of this, of course, is that not, not all podcasts are on Stitcher. And another mm. downside is that Stitcher doesn't um, tidy up. Mm. So if the podcast dies... Um, but has been submitted to Stitcher mm-hmm. a while ago, then it's still there with the last episode. So you've got to look at the little dates. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's like Same a, with iTunes. a 12 yeah. or a 10 at the yeah. end of it, and you realize that's 2012 mm-hmm. or 2010. And that's a bit frustrating because mm-hmm. you can find a really 
on topic mm. good podcast and it's not there really yeah. it's it's <laughs> it's not alive anymore mm. so a bit disappointing but what do you what do you actually say so what do you like what are the characteristics of a of a good podcast for you that's an excellent question because i think Across the years, I mean, I started listening to podcasts around the same time as you, probably in 2005. And mm. over the years, you get more picky. Mm. <laughs> because in, in, in the beginning, it was more like, it was so so much fun listening to someone recording from their dorm room yeah. and with a bad microphone and, mm. and doing a show because it was all new. It was mm. something, okay, so now I can not only publish content to the whole world, now I can do my own radio show yeah. and publish it to the whole world. But now, everyone's doing, well, not everyone's doing a podcast, but a lot of people are doing podcasts including companies including think, including uh, mm. big organizations with tool sets and people and and experience the, the, and the technology mm. to make it sound so fantastic that you're noticing the difference between something that's produced in a bad way and something that's produced in a good way and a lot of it is about like we've experienced across the years sound quality mm. if we if i start listening to something and in two minutes in, I realized I'm not going to cope with this because the sound quality is so bad. Mm. I actually stop listening to it, even though yeah. maybe the content is pretty good. I've I've had that a fair few times. Mm. I I can find something that I think, oh, this is mm. this is going to be a real good podcast to keep track of. Yeah, and you listen to it, and no, it it, it doesn't it doesn't work. It's mm. just not it's not produced well enough to to give you that buzz and give you that kind of incentive to come back yeah, and listen to the next that, one. Yeah, because it's like. It's stopping you from concentrating uh, on the content. Yeah, and that's it's, definitely it's, something it's causing we, friction. Yeah, basically. we definitely, we definitely didn't. We almost certainly didn't keep some listeners in the beginning. Exactly because of the the the, the naivety of us mm. um, when it came to sound quality mm. and how you record. We've had some really really bad shows. We have when it <laughs> comes to sound quality. quality. Yeah, <laughs> and every podcast does in yeah. in its beginning, um, yeah. and takes a, you know, it takes a lot of time to accept the advice and understand the advice yes. everyone's telling you mm. that it really is important you have to do it in a certain way or it isn't going to sound good yeah um and thinking about it i mean of course it's like that Mm. as we just said the the most the most popular the award-winning podcasts Mm. are generally the ones from places like the bbc that have got the discovery channel behind Mm. them um or npr yeah um you know all of these organizations that do have the the know-how and the ability and the resources to produce good stuff are doing it now even produce the music well, it's like yeah. stuff that we're not able to do, like produce jingles in between that are specifically for this episode. Yeah, or background mm-hmm. background music. Yeah, like some of the shows. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this is again, you'll notice the quality. Like a, a certain produce, a certain production level will maybe include background music faintly mm-hmm. coming in and out, or incidental music, right? Like like a film soundtrack almost mm-hmm. throughout the podcast. Um, Snap Judgment exactly. is probably one of those. Yes. Um, oh God! Now I've given away a recommendation. Oh my God! They're coming later in the show. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> but, but another aspect of of what makes a show I like is actually plays in is how long it is. Yeah, uh, interestingly, because like I said before, some, when I don't have time to finish listening to something in the morning, I mm. listen to the in the evening when I clean up. But um, if it's too long, then I'm not going to start listening because I'm going to realize I'm never going to finish this. Yeah. So I'm afraid that I'm going to miss some good points, and then it's no use starting listening mm. at all. Yeah. I, I know it's the same thing that I, what I'm what I'm scanning through and choosing what to what choosing what to listen to next. Um, long shows mm. really fall down my list, yeah. even if they're good topics. Mm. If it's like an hour and a half, I don't I don't press play. Exactly. Um, but you know, twenty minutes, half an hour, 
that 40 minutes, that kind of level, I, I do find myself clicking clicking play. Yep. But I, for me as well, I, I like, I like to, I like the the fact that a podcast is alive. I like to see that it's coming mm. regularly. Right. But um, like some of the podcasts I listen to, I know they come out a specific day of the week. Yeah. And then I'm prepared for that even. The evening ahead, I'm looking forward to listening to that specific podcast. Uh, so you got, so, got anticipation. Yes. Mm. So I mean, if it doesn't come out, <laughs> that's a bit that's a big failure for that yeah. podcast. I mean, um, for me, I'm not so worried about. I'm, I don't think any of the podcasts I listen to um, have got a fixed schedule. <laughs> Maybe apart from there's, there's a couple of cricket ones. Ah, okay. <laughs> and and when there's a cricket match on, then they're like highlights. They're kind of after mm. the day's play mm. kind of show. And then I, you know, of course I expect it to come out as soon as possible after the day's play, or right. it's or it's old news. Mm. But there we're getting into timeliness due to it right. being current a current event. Mm-hmm. So you know, news podcasts and sport podcasts mm. have a different expectation. Um, when we're into um, you know knowledge and uh, knowledge drama and and maybe tech podcasts or web podcasts, um, there I'm not so worried as long as they come, uh, you know, often enough so that I mm. I have something new to listen to when I need to mm. when I feel like there's something I should have something new mm. then I'm fine but all too often you kind of look back and you say well that one was in September where's where's the new show and it's supposed to be weekly or you know, it's supposed to be monthly and mm. they haven't done one since February right um, you get the hollow promises you know, we're gonna we're gonna bring you the latest mm. in knitting every Friday yeah and then suddenly it's December and they haven't done one since June Remember all those websites or blogs you, you used to read and they come out and they start producing content uh, less regularly and they have a new post saying, oh my God, it's been a long ta- time since I posted. I'm going to start doing it more often. And then they don't. Yeah. And you're seeing the same trend because podcasting has been around for a while now. Yeah. You're seeing the same, same trend in podcasting. Yeah. People are realizing that, oh my God, we should put out, out a show. And then they talk about, oh, man, we should put out another show quite soon again. Mm. And then they don't. Mm. And, of course, then you stop subscribing to that podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. And some of these apps, that, that's something to realize. Some of the apps, or the podcast app on, on, on the iPhone at least, it actually stops updating if you don't listen to the podcast. Oh, that's right. It was um, Jonas who we interviewed a few episodes mm. ago from um, Reverise. Yeah. Who, he's, he's a podcast host mm. here in Sweden. Um, and... Um, and he said that they they really need to do a new show again, yeah. Um, because if not, they'll get kicked out of iTunes. Right. So you need to actively activate mm. your subscription to, mm. for it to actually to download the new show. Yeah. So even if they now sub, uh, publish a new show, then most people who st- still have their RSS feed in the podcast app won't see it mm. unless they actively go in and update it. They did do a little publish. They published a small snippet the other day. They did. Yeah. Oh, see. And yeah, now I, I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it. No. Oh, they were too late. Ah. Yeah, because it's been a real long time. This is this this is really Mm. important, interesting that we're into the consistency. You know, Mm. not just publishing schedule and audio quality Mm. or production quality. Mm. There's so many other aspects, and this is what's been uh, well, not I suppose surprising in a way. But when we're producing the podcast, um, we do things like I really try hard to make sure the file names are as similar as the previous episode as before, Mm -hmm. and not kind of just randomly name them. I really, we really, we really try hard to make sure the um, ID three tags on the MP three mm. are as consistent with the previous show as mm. possible, um, and and that we publish them in all the channels that we've mm. we've said we're going to publish them in. Because I mean, you, and, and we order the like the transcripts that you order. I, we do order the transcripts. Yeah. Um, the, we got a bit of a bottleneck there in mm. that 
Um, but it might be that's something that helps searchability and finding our podcast, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Well, you'd hope it. Mm. People are finding it useful to look back so and the, read it. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, in the end, I mean, if we're getting into that, there's extremely much detail going into publishing where to host host the files, how the RSS feed should look, mm. how do we the the content that we write up for describing the show, mm. and how that will end up in the different podcasts. And it's very different collectors. from um, podcast to podcast catcher. Yeah, some exactly. of them some of them strip links. Some of them mm. don't don't refresh the RSS if you do an update after. Mm. Like sometimes you corrected a link mm. or corrected some text, it doesn't appear on all these yeah. pod podcatchers mm. because they tick it once. Exactly, new content once because it's expensive for them to download. MP3 files of every you know every time. Right. So don't uh, get us started on statistics because that's impossible. Basically, we're getting a lot of statistics now, much more now this year than than before yeah, from different channels. Uh, yeah. And but we're now also available in a lot more channels than we have been mm. before, uh, which makes it really difficult to like collect data from the different channels and it, it makes it much more time consuming. draw conclusions from mm. that. Yeah, but um, but you do not you know I notice that the, the again podcasts I like more also are more consistent in the way that they. They they publish things mm. because it makes it easier for me to consume stuff. If I can glance down and I can see the consistency, okay, here's the episode number. There's episode seventy one. That mm. must be the latest one. Mm. Um, where if you don't put that at the front, mm. then suddenly I'm thinking, well, when's that mm. one? Because not not all clients order by date. Mm. They order by alphabetical and also right. what. So there's a lot of little. You and I did a, did a, a quite a. I don't know if it's. A decision that we made a while back, how we actually title our shows. Yeah, we did. We is, changed uh, that. Um, God, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when it was. Beginning of this mm. year or the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. And people may, I may or may not have have something here against that. Uh, we we quite enjoy it because yeah. the title itself does not tell you a whole lot about the content of the show. No, it doesn't. Uh, on the other hand. It's really difficult the way we do the, do our shows to describe our content in in a, in a like some shows it's easy. Sentences. Some yeah. shows it's really difficult because yeah. we cover several topics. Mm. But um, but there we have the number very early on. So you know exactly if you're interested if you're interested in listening, then you're going to know which is the latest mm. episode. Um, but it's um, but that does vary a lot from show to show from from podcast to podcast. What people do there. Yep. Um, and I mean that the challenge. As I think about podcast challenges, we've, well, we've touched on about a few of them now. As, as producers of a podcast, mm. um, we 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 try. It's the sound. It is the sound that's the biggest yeah, challenge. It is. Um, <laughs> and then you have the issue. I mean, sound for us has been a problem because there are two of us, and sometimes we do interviews, and we need three microphones. Yeah. And previously, we've had them all connected to the same computer, mm. which in itself has some challenges because there's sometimes there are only two USB ports. On oh, most Macs there are, you, yeah. and so there's software there's a, to get around that. There's a and sometimes we do there. Skype mm. interviews, and there, we can't get them on different channels. Mm. So there's so much going into being three people in a podcast. Three three people interviews where yeah two are in the same room and one's on Skype yeah. is is quite challenging. Mm. Um, Although we've had some of our worst sound has been when we've had three people in the same room. Yeah, true. <laughs> but something has backfired. or Yeah, something's broken or it was in the days when we didn't understand. Mm. I mean, I think in the very first episodes, we actually tried to use the, the mic in the Mac, didn't we? Yes, we did. Very, very first. And that, yeah, and we were just standing in this room. Circle, in a semicircle around, yeah. the, um, <laughs> around the, the Mac. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't easy. And no. Well, that's when we learned that um, my voice... Just is quieter when yeah. when we stood when me and Paris stood in the same room together mm. talking, and we, you record this um, with the same mic. Mm. 
pair's voice is dominating, mm. and we can sound exactly as loud as each other when we're in the room. Yeah. But and I'm I, I'm not I'm not into exact the physics of why that is. I guess <laughs> there's just some frequency that I use that I know dogs can hear, but people can't. Exactly, <laughs> something like that. It must be. <laughs> Stop talking like a dog whistle, James. Exactly. Yeah. Well, should we move on to recommendations? We know what podcasts. We probably should. Do we like? Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the, the, here's, now I know everyone is probably sat there expecting us to see your ex podcast. <laughs> we, I, I hardly listen to your ex podcast. Actually. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> you see, now okay. I mean, I, I, I listen to every show. Yeah. No, I, well, I listen to it in <laughs> bits because I sometimes when we do link shows, I yeah. have to add the little jingle between the, oh, the topics yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I listen to it in bits, and then I don't feel like I have time to listen to the whole thing from beginning to end. Right. See, whereas for me, mm. um, I listen to it when I do the transcripts. Yeah, and before because publishing. Get, yeah. Mm, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, depends on how we've mm. done it. Um, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to it while mm. publishing because it actually takes me about as long as the podcast mm. to publish. Um, and it's all—it's ah. usually me that publishes. Um, so then I listen to it while I'm doing it, which is kind of fun, um, but not always. <laughs> um, and and then I have to listen to it when cause we get the transcript delivered, yeah. and um, it's done as, as mm. listeners will know um, by a lady in the Philippines, and and she's good, she's really good. Mm. But sometimes we don't make it easy for her, mm. and you know, like I'll I'll say something you know really fast and silly like super mm-hmm. and you've got no chance of making a transcript of that word. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, sorry, Prexy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but then I have to listen through, and I just I correct the bits that were undeci- you know mm-hmm. undecipherable you couldn't hear, mm-hmm. um, and that involves listening to the entire show with pausing and just correcting. Mm-hmm. So it takes me about twice as long as a show to do that. Exactly. Which is why I fall behind. But the awesome thing about that is that, well, she listens to every show. And yeah. she, she now knows about the terminology yes. that she did not know before. Because yep. she's been doing this for a while for us now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's it's, cool. it saves me time there. Mm. Well, recommendations. Um, one, um, I've got three recommendations. Mm-hmm. Per's got three recommendations. And then we've got a bonus recommendation that came in um, from right. one of our listeners. Yeah. Uh, we thought that one was worth including. Mm-hmm. Um First up for me is um, the good, the bad, and the dirty. Ah. Now this is um, this is a podcast um, from um, Natalie um, Nahai, who we've interviewed. Before. Who we interviewed in September, mm-hmm. um, the web psychologist. Mm-hmm. Now we also talked about. I think I've mentioned her in pre- in other podcasts too. That I, I've got a lot of respect for Natalie. She's um, the whole culture thing that we picked up um, at. Um, Conversion Jam. Mm. Um, that was an eye-opener for me. I, the, the angle I, I got on it from what she said, you know, really did. It was one of the, mm. one of the things I'm going to take on, I think, from this year, mm. uh, that insights I started to think mm. about from that. Um, but she started doing a podcast pretty much the same time as we interviewed her in September. Exactly. Um, the good, the bad, and the, the dirty. And uh, as she's the web psychologist, this is, a, this is about persuasion, persuasion techniques, and psychology with web and mm. so on. And... Um, and because she is good at her, her thing, she mm. is clever and she is knowledgeable about this topic, mm. it means the web, the podcast itself is, mm. it delivers. And she, so far, she's interviewed someone in every show. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one little complaint I have about it is she's not made it really easy to subscribe if you're not an iTunes mm-hmm. um, or an Apple person. 
She's basically only available in iTunes. Natalie, get on Stitcher now. Yep, get on <laughs> Stitcher, or or at least put a link to your um, to your podcast. The Catechus. Mm. She's got a blog. It's a category. Is her blog on her WordPress oh, site? Yeah. So th- I had to dig. <laughs> be, me being me, I dug out her category RSS. Uh, so I basically built it myself ah, to put okay. into my podcast by my podcaster. Mm. Um, so I'm subscribed mm. to it. Um, but yeah, th- uh, please get on Stitcher or something so we can um, <laughs> we can listen to it easier because it is really worth listening mm. to. I think that one. Yeah. Um, oh, she's terribly smart, actually. So. Yeah. I think <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get her back in 2014. We have to get her back. Yeah. Because we did a little ten minute mm. interview last time. Do you want to take one of yours? We'll, yes. alter- we'll alternate. We didn't discuss that. No, but I we'll, alternate, gonna, we'll alternate. We'll alternate. I'll also choose. If not, you can have like ten minutes of me talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also choose uh, a podcast in, in the same general area. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to start with this, but I, I actually do want to. You're start getting me with worried it. now. <laughs> it's called Sex Nerd Sandra. I am worried now. Mm. <laughs> no, but the funny hold thing on, is, that it's just Sex Nerd Sandra. Sex Nerd Sandra. How the hell did you search for that? <laughs> this is a podcast I found through Stitcher. So apparently I'm interested in sex. <laughs> I was like, oh, your Google search history had to be turned off because you're not telling me how you stumbled upon no, it. Uh, no, actually, I, I, think, I think I searched for psychology. Right. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good, right? It's a great excuse. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. I don't believe you, but I'll buy it for now. So what, what Sandra does is she interviews a lot of interesting individuals and her tagline is sort of like she I extract uh, sex tips, techniques and titillating tidbits from unique human beings and experts. Oh god. Um, but it, it's an excellent show and again this is about human behavior. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I suppose sex is about as as kind of fundamental to human behavior as you could possibly get. And the first show I listened to was was her interviewing um, uh, Rev Bev, Reverend Beverly, Rev Bev, uh, right. who also do, does a lot of talking on, on conferences, uh, I heard, yeah. and uh, about sex and Jesus, uh, fornication, <laughs> hedonism, uh, spilling thy seed, and she interviews uh, her about, well, what's the Bible's view on, on, on sex? Yeah. And, and they go into a lot of preconceptions and assumptions about how mm. the Bible looks upon sex, mm. and they go into masturbation and stuff like mm. that. It, it, what, talk connecting to what we were talking about before, learning new stuff. Mm. I learned a ton of new stuff, and I think that's why it caught my attention. I, I learned so much during, I think, I don't know if it's an hour show, maybe even, but I, I did learn a lot. Yeah. And uh, fantastic dinner conversation. Uh, well, well, yeah, and, and that's it. I'm just really worried about the searches. Well, you're talking about the recommendation engine for Stitcher. You know, if you keep giving this a thumbs up, what kind of stuff are you going to get exactly. to turning up in your... Think of all the inspiration I'll get. I, I, I know your wife. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, because I've connected Stitcher to Facebook, <laughs> then I wasn't sure I was going to tell anyone even I listened to this podcast. Oh, but then, no. James, yeah, I remember you, this. you asked yeah. me... What, I saw so you listen to that sex podcast. What are you podcast. listening to, Pat? And, and, I, and I was wondering, how the hell did you know I was listening to that? <laughs> and apparently it's on my Facebook feed. Yep, it said Pat is listening to Sex Nerd Sandra. Yeah. And that went out to all your business contacts and everything that have you have friended on. Exactly. But now it's official on, on our show as well. It's, uh, this is crazy. But no, but it is a good show. I mean, it's 44 minutes was the latest episode. And yeah. it starts off with Kinky Chimps and Punishment Bukaki. Bukaki, yeah. Oh, Dr. Jamie, D- Jamie Lawson. Mm-hmm. That's almost me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, she has. But she finds these great individuals who who have a lot of insights. And um, orgies and animals was the was the show before that. Orgies and animals. I'm going to have to listen now because you've recommended exactly. it, but I'm a little bit scared. Uh, but you haven't connected your Stitcher to Facebook, so no, I'm not going to until I've, after I've tried Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there we are. Yeah. There's, there's there's two tips. We've had two psychology kind of related ones, and oh, I know yeah. that I know that Natalie. Mm. Well, she likes sex too. God, that's <laughs> some. Oh, what am I saying? <laughs> That was going to be a promise, actually, for our listeners, I think. We're, we'll bring <laughs> Natalie back to the show, and we'll talk about sex, and that will be one of our episodes uh, next year. Natalie doesn't know about this yet. No, but she, she'll, she'll oh. enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to move on. We really have to move on now before we, I don't know, close down. <laughs> right. So my... She also likes sex. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it now. Right. We need one of those jingles. Oh, okay. The um the big web show is my my second one here. Now, uh, all of you out there that listen to UX related podcasts um of almost I reckon you've almost certainly listened to this one already. And uh, this mm-hmm. is um Jeffrey Zellman's um um podcast. Right. Man, it's it's been going I don't know. This feels like it's been going since before mm-hmm. I even you know the internet was turned on, but it's hard to assume that everybody knows about the podcast. It, it, not absolutely, every, a, a lot of people actually listen to our podcast. I know that are people that I've met through other channels that yeah. know who I am and listen to it in that sense. So, and not everybody knows who Seldman is, even though he's one of the big gurus of our industry. Uh, well, exactly. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean uh, um, Jeffrey is well CSS guy, isn't he? I mean he's the He's one of these father figures, I suppose, for the for the industry and the the, the more modern web side of things mm. that we we know about. Yeah. Um, Speaker on web design, uh, generally, uh, founder of uh, Happy Cog. If yes. you heard of that design studio? Yeah, and uh, yeah, podcaster. I, I think Jeffrey's Jeffrey's work was some of the um, first I read. That was um, that was really pushing was this CSS and and mm. moving the design layer to to CSS. Exactly. Um, he may actually be the one who got me interested in CSS. I, I reckon, yeah. well, for yeah. me, I mean, his book was the first one I read mm. about it. I mean, mm. I knew a bit about it before then. Mm. Um, but I think it was, was Jeffrey's stuff was really the first stuff that pushed me well, mm. uh, well into the area mm. of, of that's what you mm. need to think about. Same as what it was when I learned about mm. object-oriented mm. programming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kind of feeling. As you can hear, he's very much one of our peers, actually. So. Yeah. Which is actually kind of, uh, I'm, not, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a regular listener to um, the podcast, uh, to his podcast, um, it's one of those ones that I I dip into every now and then. Uh, mm-hmm. And for me, though, I stopped listening to it during the summer because it stopped appearing. I actually thought he'd given up. I thought he'd stopped mm-hmm. because I'd never listened to every single episode. It's one of those I, I dip my toes in. When it stopped in June, July time, I just no, okay, it's finished now. And I yeah. didn't. I haven't got around to searching. I've I've not noticed on Twitter. I, I haven't really picked up on what's happened to it. But with Stitcher, I saw it again, mm-hmm. and I realised it was still it was still going on. Right. What happened was pre-summer, he'd switched. He used to be on a um, a blog network, um, a podcast network um, called Five, Five by Five, um, and has been on there for quite a while. Um, and the RSS feed that pushes out the podcast was on that web on that website, right. and he switched um, to. Um, a different service, uh, Mule Radio, and it's a different RSS for Mule Radio. 
And oh, no. it was only the other day that he did a, oh, I think it was November, he did a, a little kind of 15 second um, segue, a little uh, mm. promo clip saying, um, well, we know we're not here anymore. We've moved. Find out more yeah. app. And you know, all this started to kind of put together. I, I can see it on Stitcher in his new episodes. I now listen to a little update mm. and realize, oh, yeah, we've moved, we've moved home. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's <laughs> like the redirect of podcasting. I mean, that, that, that's, that's a challenge as well. So, I mean, how many mm. listeners has he lost? Quite a lot, I would assume. It, given that it's such an old podcast, yeah. and uh, many people probably do have mm. these links stored mm. somewhere, and to me, it just looked like it had died, which is a shame because mm. you know Jeffrey's great. Exactly. He talks to some great because he's a, he's an American podcast. Yeah. They tend to have a lot more American interviews mm. on American podcasts, so yeah. he, he he picks up some. Um, um, it, it's nice to have that American angle on things um, with American people. Um, you know, in contrast to us, who tries to be more European and international. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, no, I'm just I'm making this up. <laughs> We're interviewing a lot of Americans as yeah. well. But, but the big web show is is, um, uh, is available in a few different, um, different places. Mm. Um, it's accessible and it's a nice length and say, good interviewing <coughs> people. And um, as far as UX-related podcasts go, it's it's one I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some other ones that I kind of I, I want to like, but as we talked mm. about in the beginning, they're not published often enough. Or, or There's been a, quite a few have appeared. New ones have appeared this autumn, mm-hmm. I've noticed. Um, and I'm Tis not, the podcasting year. Yeah, everybody's and talking I'm not, about it. And I'm not going to recommend some of these new mm. ones because I've already noticed that I think one or two of these new ones I actually quite liked. Mm-hmm. They did three episodes and then it's been quiet. Ah, and some of them more have got like seven yeah. episodes and they've gone quiet. Mm-hmm. And we know that's one of those things with podcasts. Mm. You get to there's a certain number of shows you do. Mm-hmm. We're probably going, talking about maybe a dozen, two dozen. Yeah, uh, and after that. You're stuck. It gets really hard. Well, no, you're stuck doing it. You're, as in, you, you're going to do it for, for ages. It's funny you should say that, actually, because I did two podcasts before we started doing U- yeah. UX podcast, and I did about seven of each of those, yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped. Yeah. yeah. There is. There's, there's yeah. a little thing there. You've got to get over it. Yep. So if you do another one of these shows another time, then maybe there'll be a lot more to recommend um, mm. in just that UX genre. Okay, so I'm going to start uh, running through these uh, a bit more quickly Mm -hmm. Uh, but this is a podcast that uh, a lot of people will know about as well but if you don't it's it's well worth a listen it's the brain sparks from uh, from user interface engineering and it's basically jared spool Mm. interviewing speakers for the user interface engineering conference Ah. but these 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 interviews are so good that i mean they're well worth it even though they're sort Mm. of I don't know commercials for for their conference. Mm. Um, there's so much content that they actually give out in the podcast itself that it's it's you learn a lot. I actually listened to this podcast. I mean, there must be hundreds of shows they now. Go, yeah, there is. It's a lot. been out for a while, yeah. and uh, I spent uh, I don't know two days driving through Sweden to another conference actually, and I was listening through all of the episodes yeah. from beginning to end. It, w- it was an amazing experience. They're it, high it's, quality. All it's of them. a great catalog. I mean, yeah, because it's it's. Basically, every name mm. in in web, mm. well, at least the production of web or design of web, yep. over the last X number of years, yeah. has featured. Right. And it, it's a nice piece of history as well, because yeah. they've been on for so long. You yeah. can actually go back and listen to, mm. probably listen to Jeffrey Seldman mm. from the early days of when he was coming up yeah. with different concepts yeah. for the HTML5 and, and CSS. Mm. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's a, it's, a, it's a good, reliable mm. show. So, uh, subscribe to that. What's your next show, James? Yep. Um, the third, uh, you know, it's a, it's another psychology one. 
Okay. Which ties into what I said in the beginning. Nice. That, you know, the, the psychology yeah. side of things is something I find, you know, I like listening to. Mm. Um, and you too, your sex one was yeah. psychology related. <laughs> um, but it's, it's the sex files. No, that was wrong. <laughs> See what you did to me. <laughs> oh my. Um, oh, that's so funny. It is. And, <laughs> and, and interesting from a psychology perspective. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. We'll move on. I, th- I think you're finding this much harder I than, than I, I am. I, these are, I, um, <laughs> Your face is red, James. Is it red? Am I blushing? That doesn't happen. <laughs> um, the psych files. Ah. I got it right second time. You don't edit these, do you? No. <laughs> with, um, with Michael and Britt. Um, it's, it's a general psychology mm. podcast, is this one. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it's not persuasion <laughs> or, or web. Um, it's, it's for those who've got uh, curious about human behavior and you know, want a bit more... Dipping their toes here and there in different aspects of psychology, right? Um, but um, but but Michael is 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 knowledgeable. He's been around for a long time, do and doing this show for a long time too. I mean, we're into like episode two hundred and something, I think now. Mm. Um, and um, uh, and fascinating to listen to, um, because he, he he touches on say general psychology mm. issues. So it's it, one one episode might be about um, uh, memorizing techniques. Ah, Another okay. one might be our persuasion. Um, I, I mean, it, it really does hop between psychology okay. subjects. Uh, the funny thing is, we haven't talked about this beforehand, and I, I listen to a fair number of psychology podcasts as well, and I don't think I've found that one. Because okay. they're very different quality between shows, is, is uh, what I gather, the ones I listen to. Yeah, uh, this yeah. is probably one of the bigger um, psychology podcasts. Okay. Um, it's, um, it, it's one of those ones that appears in like top tens and stuff. So I'm surprised yeah. you haven't come across it. Yeah. I just, when I search for psychology, I get sex nerd Sandra. Yeah, you see, that's why I don't buy that. You're actually searching <laughs> for psychology. <laughs> or maybe Mo, Mo would find his podcast if he called it The Sex Files. Maybe. Or more, most certainly, actually. <laughs> <laughs> What's your third one? My third one is one I've been recommending uh, for about two years now to a lot of people, uh, regardless of their interest, basically. It's called Snap Judgment. It's one of these shows from from NPR that's mm. won a lot of awards. Mm. Uh, it's a guy called Glenn Washington who's behind it. And he's basically this guy who's been producing stuff for a long time and yeah. is, knows everything about everything. But uh, in the show, he has, and he has like a team of, I don't know, seven people mm. for the show as well. And they go out and they, they interview people who have had these fantastic life experiences mm. or sometimes not so fantastic like a guy who's been out in the wilderness without water for like mm. two weeks or something mm. stuff like that uh, on a ledge somewhere on a cliff mm. people who've been escaped from prison maybe 30 years ago mm. and all of a sudden the police finds them oh, right. finally yeah. stuff like i mean just amazing stories mm. uh, and listening to these people talk about it is, is it gives you so so many insights about how in in sweden we have a saying that Reality uh, trumps uh, fiction. Yeah. So and, and this 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 is a really good uh, testament to that. I yeah. think. I mean, I started listening to it. you recommended it to me a while ago, and I've started listening a little mm. bit to it. And as far as storytelling goes, mm. I understand why it re- receives awards. Yeah, it's exactly. it's really nicely done. It's really really good stuff. We were talking about previously about music and having this background music mm. and stuff. They even have segments of maybe two minutes with only music. Between the stories, yeah. and that's really, really. Uh, that's clever because you know, with the way that they do have several mm. separate stories in a mm. show, then that gives you time to kind of you know reflect, wind down a little bit from you know, come out of the other story and come in yep. to the next one. That's true. Yeah. 
Not that we'll start. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, now we're just going to press play on the jingle. <laughs> oh. um, should we go on to the bonus one? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Yep. The, um, now, to be honest, I actually haven't listened to this one. And you haven't either, have you? No. No. Um, the Dirt um, is the name of um, that podcast. And I actually thought I had it open on my laptop here, but I don't. You don't? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know why I don't. Um, but I is I it UX-related or...? Yes, it's a UX-related um, um, podcast. That's the first link there. You're right, yeah. Um, that's the iTunes link for it. See, Per's now searching for me. And um, it's just on my iPad. And on your iPad, uh, and it's taking a little while. Taking forever. And it's taking... Oh, there it is, but it doesn't say much. Details, reviews, related. No, but it's... Um, I, say I haven't listened to it, so no. I can't tell you much more about it. Um, but, but it came in as a recommendation. Pugilistic UX, so it's... There was a boxer on the on the cover or something like that. Yeah, somebody hitting someone. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so uh, we're from, gonna, uh, so from sex to violence. So yeah. This is the so violent, violent, violent but, UX podcast. So we've got a tip for us. <laughs> we're going to listen to that and see yeah. what it's um, what it's about. And you can mm. try it out too um, and see what it's about. And that was seven tips, seven podcast tips that we fit in. And um, it took us a little bit longer than I expected to actually go through <laughs> them. Yeah, but great fun though. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to have to listen to Sandra. Yes, you must, and then you'll give us a review. Shall I? Shall I dare connect my Stitcher yeah. to Facebook? And I remember, we have promised now that we will have a sex podcast next year. <laughs> we have a sex show. I'm looking really a worried. Sex show. Pad, pad, pad. You know, I know we're, we're very liberal and <laughs> <laughs> open and so on, mm. but I don't know how far we should go. Oh, we'll, we'll go all the way. And we'll <laughs> see how much I edit. <laughs> oh, and we're going we're gonna to have a drink tonight. I'm glad we didn't have it before we recorded. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> And then the last thing, we promised that we'd tell listeners... Yes, this is so awesome. ...about our new channels. Yes, uh, you tell the first one. Well, the first one is that we've at last made it to Spotify. It's, it's pretty cool. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm actually astounded. Yeah. Because I, oh, listeners will know that I, I mentioned it's, um, it's no easy thing getting included on um, Spotify. It's a process that has been an eye-opener of how... How how difficult it is, mm. um, and um, we've got one episode mm. there. Um, you don't get the the new episodes when they're out. It takes at least two weeks for us to get them out there. Yeah, and there's not much we can do about it. That's how it is. But they're hopefully going to start to trickle out now onto Spotify. So if Spotify is your thing, or if a colleague or friend thinks Spotify is their thing, then they can um, they can try us out there. Mm. Cool. And where else are we? We are now also on Skype. That just sounds bizarre. What, can you so listen to it live? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, basically, we, we were thinking about, uh, we would like sound bite feedback uh, from listeners. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get comments on, on the blog page for, for the show. Or on Twitter. Or on Twitter, or yeah. And, and sometimes, it's, maybe sometimes even if you're out now driving in your car or in a situation where you're walking around and maybe you'd like to give us some feedback, but you're unable to pick up a device where you actually type something in, you can actually call us on Skype. Mm. Uh, so we both have the Skype username, UX Podcast. We're UX Podcast everywhere, basically. Yeah. Uh, but we also have a phone-in number. And we decided to make it US-based. So we actually call a US-based number on Manhattan, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we're looking straight down over Central Park. Yes, of course. Yeah. That's where we are. <laughs> and um, so I'm just going to give out the number. Go for it. Yeah. So it's plus one for the states, and then it's 646-783-1050. So again, plus one, 646-783-1050. Add us to your address books. 
Yes, exactly. So you can call us when you're yeah. wandering around. So call us, and we will, probably won't answer, but you'll be able to leave a message, and that's the whole point. Yeah, mm. and we listen, and we may put it on the show. We may do. Ah, do we have to put disclaimers <laughs> in about that? I don't know. We'll have. To know. We'll work on it. <laughs> Excellent. And so, uh, well, there's. Um, we'll do the outro. Mm. Don't forget to visit uxpodcast.com for the links and resources we've mentioned in this episode and all the links to all these podcasts. Mm -hmm. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please tell your friends and colleagues. You can find us, as mentioned, pretty much everywhere as UX Podcast. Not just Spotify and um, Skype, but also we've got Facebook and Twitter and Stitcher and and so on. Mm. Thanks very much for listening. Remember to keep moving. And see you on the other side.